Thanks a lot. Uh, to start, we're showing you a short summary of our story. Han har forført og svindlet unge kvinner for millioner. Nu kommer det å låte jättekonstigt, men han är ju väldigt omtänksam och mån. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see you by the way. Han är väldigt gentleman i måten han ter sig på och uppförer sig. Han möter offren sina på Tinder, därefter förförer han dem med resor i privatfly, lyxhotell och dyra middagar. Det här är ju ingen vanlig bedragare. Den här människan är på en helt annan nivå. Kvinnorna tror de dejter en välstående förretningsman, men andra kvinnor han har lurt betalar för lyxhusen. Han berättar att han är i trubbel, så spör han om att låna pengar. Hur mycket pengar hade det blivit till slut? Jag tror det är 2,1 mil. Man blir rätt och slett hjärnvaska och stök på något som jag trodde att jag aldrig kunde bli. You destroyed my life, Simon. Nobody is fucking defrauded. Nobody. So we're going to talk uh, a little bit about the story, but mostly about how we made it work on a smartphone. And every story starts somewhere. This story for us, it started with a tip from Cecilia Fjellöy. Uh, but this tip was kind of something we'd never seen before. She described how her so-called boyfriend, uh, who was supposedly a son of a diamond billionaire, took her on a date on a private jet, and then later on lured her for two million Norwegian kroners. We asked her, Do you, can you document this story in any way? And she gave us the entire WhatsApp dialogue between her and this Simon Levev. And it looked like this. It was almost 400 pages of text. We went through it line by line, and then we went to London to interview her. And already at that point, we knew that we wanted to tell the story as if it happened on the viewer's phone and as if it happened here and now. So we did one really important thing, and that was to get Cecilia to tell the story in present tense. So instead of her saying, he was an uh, amazing guy in the beginning, she said, Simon is fantastic and I really like him. We're going to show you one example on how we recreated the dialogue between them. När du startar att dejta någon så lurar du alltid speciellt en, en fyr som det där, bara tänkte jag han måste ha fler som han driver och möter och sånt. Så tänkte jag bara med ett vart bara, men hur kan han det? Han är alltid tillgänglig. Och det är det jag synes ger mig en så trygghet då. It never feel this way never. If you will ever tell me, I won't even imagine it or even believe it and I couldn't agree more. Det är mycket chatting och det är väldigt mycket känsla väldigt tidigt. Thinking about a lot about you. Want to spend some time together, go to a warm place, kiss you, hug you. How was your day? So, as you can see, we actually used a lot of time to present Simon in, as a nice person, and that was to get the viewers to understand how 
it was possible for Cecilia to get manipulated by this guy. Yeah, because their relationship lasted for almost four months. Uh, they met a lot, and they also had communication almost each hour on the phone. Um, but eventually, uh, their relationship turned sour as Cecilia understood that this guy is too good to be true. And uh, she understood that she had been swindled and that she probably uh, wouldn't her get her money back. So then she uh, takes the courage to break up with him. Uh, he threatens her back and they break all contact. And for us, that was kind of the end of the story between Simon and Cecilia. But uh, still, we had a lot of unanswered questions about who this guy, Simon Levyev, was. So to find out more, we had to go to his home country, which is Israel. Um, we also had a small hope of uh, actually finding, finding him there. Um, we spoke to his mother, the police, his lawyer, and also previous victims of swindle that all could confirm that he was the guy that we thought he was, and uh, also that he had been a swindler from early on in his life. Having, but, uh, but still, uh, Simon was nowhere to be found in Israel. Um, so uh, knowing this, we had to get back and go deeper into our research. And uh, besides getting the 400 pages of WhatsApp dialogue, we also received bank transcripts from Cecilia. In her bank transcripts, we found the name of a Swedish woman, which is called Pernilla Sjöholm. Uh, and we found out that Simon had been using Cecilia's money to buy airplane tickets to this Swedish girl. Uh, so we went to Stockholm to meet Pernilla. She was really, really shocked when we told her that the guy that she thought uh, had been her best friend, which she had also lent money to, was a swindler. Um, but she gave us one really important detail. Um, she said, I know where he will be tomorrow, I'm meeting him in Germany, in Munich. Uh, of course, uh, we wanted to tag along, so we kindly asked her to do that. And so we did. Four journalists from VG went to Munich. And it was important for us to keep our distance from Pernilla. Because if Simon f uh, found out that she had brought a bunch of journalists with her, he would supposedly get really angry. So, we used something you all have on your phone, if you have an iPhone, uh, find my friends. And uh, she gave us her location and we tracked her every movement that day. And in the evening, she met Simon for a dinner at a luxury hotel. Yeah, we ended up here, this outside a place called the Mandarin Oriental, uh, which is classic Simon Leviev. Um, uh, we had a lot of archival footage from Cecilia's phone of Simon, but it was really important for us to get our own as well. And also just to see this guy in real life and to see if the image that we see with our own eyes matches the one that we've seen in the archival footage. So I have to say it really felt like being in a thriller movie, walking around this hotel, finding the best spot to uh, document him from a distance. And we were really, really lucky because on the opposite side of the hotel, we could find uh, a parking house where we, from behind a dirty window, could place our lenses and be ready uh, for when he would come out of the restaurant and the hotel. And after half an hour, it happened. Uh, this is the first time we see Simon Leviev in real life, and 
of course, uh, the image matched perfectly with the, the one we've seen in the footage. Um, so, when having this uh, crucial documentation of him, uh, we had to get back to our drawing board and go back to Norway, um, really build the story. And this story has been recognized for its digital sexy uh, presentation. Um, but in the bottom of that, there's really uh, storytelling that is the basis uh, where we've found all the most important scenes to tell the story, uh, divided them into categories that are positive, negative, and action-driven. Then we've placed these sequences in a dynamic order to tell the story the best possible way. This story is uh, uh, hailed as the future of digital storytelling, which we are really proud of. But <laughs> it's also important to say that not every story should be told in this way in the future because the material really have to, f to select what kind of way it should be present presented. So it worked well with this story because all the images, all the videos we had from Cecilia was shot in a mobile, mobile format. And the story kind of is ongoing on the phone. She meets Simon there, the relationship develops there, she ends the relationship there. And you can also say that the crime scene is on the phone. Um, and that, because that's where Simon manipulates Cecilia. And we also know that VG's readers and viewers prefer to consume our content on the phone. Yeah, so tell, to tell this story on the phone, there's like, there's one big challenge, and of course, that is people's time, as this is a long format story. So we have to do a few tricks to make people tag along, and uh, the most important is that the story is built by short, action-driven sequences. Uh, these are built uh, together by uh, short bridges of informational text. Um, then uh, the story is not interactive. It's not like a universe that you can travel around in. You simply have to choose our order of storytelling. Then there's this uh, cute detail that our designer added, which are these tinder flames that gives you a feeling of reaching a new level when coming to a new chapter of the story. <laughs> uh, and then there's this last thing, and that's the 400 pages of WhatsApp dialogue, which uh, was crucial to tell the story. Um, and we had to make it visual, and we made a short video showing you how we did that. Okay, to start I skriver som Simon, and then skriver you som Cecilia. Yeah. Det er Cecilies mobil vi ser, så det første jeg gjør er å sette på skjermopptak på mobilen. Hvis du ikke har det på mobilen, går du på innstillinger, kontrollsenter, tilpass kontroller, legg til skjermopptak. Vi tar for oss et utvalg av WhatsApp-loggen vi fikk av Cecilie. Så går vi in i WhatsApp og skriver det Cecilie skrev. For å gjøre skrivingen mest mulig effektiv, kopierer jeg innholdet i manuset fra Google Docs og over i WhatsApp på desktop. Når samtalen er ferdigskrevet, så stopper jeg opptaket på mobilen og legger fila i redigeringsprogrammet. Toppstripen den endrer vi i Final Cut ved å legge på Simons navn og hans ansikt. Etterpå så speeder vi opp skrivingen fire ganger, fortere enn den egentlig er spilt inn. I just want to say one thing, because um, 
We were kind of pleased on how we recreated the WhatsApp dialogue, but we didn't manage, manage to set the time right. So there were some mornings there, like 6 a.m. in the morning, where I had to text Kumar, like, I love you so much. <laughs> in the characters as Simon and Cecilia, of course. Uh, when publishing a crime, like long-form classic story on VG, uh, based on text and uh, images, uh, we have a big category of readers that are male, 50 years old, and uh, usually there can be a completion rate that is, that is as low as 10%. But it was different with the Tinder Swindler. We had 50% uh, women who uh, saw it, and a lot of young people. And the coolest part about it was that 50% of the readers got till the end of the article. And uh, this is an article that takes over 20 minutes to consume. This was actually the most read piece ever in our newspaper. And uh, uh, what was also really cool was that half a million of the page views were from abroad of Norway. And because of that, we also received a lot of tips from people all around the world that had been swindled by Simon Leviev. And uh, we made follow-up stories on these people. And uh, the story has been mentioned in a lot of media outlets, media outlets in Asia, uh, the US, the Middle East, and in Europe. Of course, we're really proud of that. Uh, we published this story in February. Uh, and after that, he got reported to the police in at least seven different countries. But he was still on the run. But in June, he got arrested by the police in Athens for using a fake passport. He was convicted there, and the Israeli police want to extradite him back to Israel, and he's going to stand for a trial there really soon. And um, Cecilia was really brave to tell this story because she knew that she would get a lot of bad comments, like, how could you possib possibly be so stupid to give him all this money? Uh, but she wanted to prevent him from doing this to other women, and uh, by telling her stories, she has contributed to his arrest. So, thank you. Thank you so much.